Welcome to our special video trafficking podcast. I am doing this with a special guest. She's going to introduce herself for just one second and then I'm going to explain why we are here and why she is helping me with this particular episode. Hi, I'm Doreen. I go by Doe. My last name is German. And I have known Mandy for eons. We go back way far, far. And um, I have a specific problem that has come up with um, our home. And Mandy's going to help me um, shed light on it with you so that you can also be aware of what's going on out there in the world right now. And it's not okay that people are getting away with this. Okay, so when Doreen was saying that uh, she has an issue that we want to shed light on, and you're wondering, all right, Mandy, what does this have to do with trafficking? Because she doesn't look like a trafficking victim or a trafficker. You know, <laughs> thank <Yeah>. goodness. <laughs> but she is being affected by a lot of the things that we're all being affected by and that the traffickers use to take advantage of us. So I've talked to you before about corruption in different areas. Today, we are going to be talking about corruption in government. And this impacts all of us, not just with the trafficking, but it is how the traffickers got in there in the first place to be able to do what they wanted to do. And government corruption has been going around since the dawn of time. Forever. I mean, my goodness, have we never had government corruption? I would love to oh, see no, it, right? Never. <laughs> never, 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 right? And so when we get into these governments and we think that the government is serving us and we we're told that the government is serving us and we're told that we're right. supposed to be able to trust the government and then we turn around and the government heaps their pile of sewage on us, uh -huh. And, and we, we go, now what? Now what? And we, we turn around and we say, well, the government's corrupt. And the uh, average citizen says, no, that couldn't be possible. So Doreen, she got caught up in huge corruption. I did. This isn't just a little bit. And I'm going to give her a chance to tell you. <laughs> How many people have wanted to renovate their house? do something great on their house, you know, go out and find that contractor that's going to see their vision and run with it and be really awesome about it. Well, guess what? It's not out there, especially in the state of Utah. It's not out there. There are so many loopholes and, you know, the government just goes, not our problem. So Doreen was given the opportunity to have a renovation done as a donation. Now, this seemed like a really great thing. Fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, who doesn't want somebody to come like, in? Home improvement. We'll pay for right. it. We'll do it. We'll take Disneyland care of everything. Disneyland people. We come back, move that bus. Oh, yeah, you know. Exactly. That's what they thought was going to happen. Yes. And as they got into it, and she's talking about all these loopholes and, and how this was not Disneyland and this no. was no great surprise. No, not at all. What actually happened to them and their family is that the state bailed they did the state did not hold up their end of no. the legality of all of this right and so you had the wounded blue yes which is a charitable organization for police officers okay wounded blue is completely not involved in this at all we love wounded blue they gave us a cash donation of fifty thousand dollars to go towards a reservation uh, a renovation sorry not a reservation a renovation <laughs> 
<laughs> so we got five contract bids. We all talked about it. We interviewed them. We settled on one contractor we loved from Angie's List. He was very charming and personable and caught the vision because my family has special needs. We have to have special things done to our house. And I'm going to tell you, as my listeners, you know that I have said traffickers love to be charismatic. We don't listen to them if they're not, but mm -hmm. corruption loves to be charismatic too. Absolutely. So all corruption tends to follow along the same lines as abuse. Mm -hmm. They're not going to walk up to you and say, hey, I'm going to rip you off, hire me. That's not how that's going to work. No. They're going to walk up and they're going to tell you everything that you want to hear. And as people, we want to trust that other people want to do nice things for us. Absolutely. You know, the more we brought light to this corruption issue, and basically it was we gave this man our trust and money. He demoed our house to an unlivable state and walked away. Now, families have contacted me because I did put it up on social media for eight hours and then took it down. Um, and the same thing happens. He's he's wonderful. He comes over. He sits with your family. He plays with your children. He kind of creates that trust and that bond. And all of a sudden, he's gone. And so is your money. So I have talked to you about I know a lot of different trafficking organizations. And there is one that he, that is his pattern. Now, I'm not saying that Chris Delgado, this contractor that stole from you, is a trafficker, but I am saying that this is a pattern that we see whenever we get into the evil, where they will come in and they will sell you exactly what they know you want because mm -hmm. they're great profilers. Mm -hmm. We've learned this. They are great profilers. Now, the problem with that is that... We want to trust people. Mm -hmm. So we listen and they go, I will give you what you want. When Doreen says she has a family full of special needs. I do. She's not kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your family. My family. Well, my husband was a police officer in Texas and he was actually hit by a semi, which caused him to have a front temporal lobe brain injury. We're talking this part of your head. Okay, that's where you make decisions. That's your short-term memory. That you're not supposed to recover from this ever, but he did. He also um, lost his left leg from above the knee, so he has a prosthetic leg. So dealing with a brain injury on top of an amputation, that's a lot. But then I've been a foster mom since 2007, and I fostered for quite a long time. We've adopted three children from foster care, but my youngest two are medical babies. The first one being... Okay, we're talking bio mom and dad, IQ 49 and 52. They get together, they have a baby. This poor baby is full of so many genetic anomalies and qualities, and it's just sad. Where my other one, who's now five, he was a drug baby, born addicted to methamphetamines, barbiturates, THC. So as you can see, every day I have two boys on different sides of the spectrum, and we're going through this displacement because we are not in a space to live in our house our house basically looks like a tough shed. There's just <laughs> timber, you know, there's just studs and walls and, and things like that. So having to work with these three special need people and mom here, you know, being chief cook and bottle washer and accountant and everything else, um, kind of making familiar things so they can be together. So this has dragged on 
for months. Four months and counting. Because of all of the corruption. And her boys, we have worked with her family. Mm -hmm. We work with her family. We do Square Peg Ranch. We do equine therapy. We do everything that we can to support mm -hmm. her family and, and Doreen. Like she said, I've known her forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> we were babies when we met. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, her boys with this transition have just struggled with their stress Absolutely. levels. Absolutely. It has been just heart-wrenching to watch them not have a space where they feel safe yes they a don't stable feel safe environment and routine and structure because again over the weekend we had to move again because the airbnb was pre-booked and we weren't supposed to be here this long and um they've been fantastic to work with the airbnb people shout out to Raynette. but <laughs> <laughs> right i get it so we went from a two bedroom to a one bedroom and now it's like what space they did have it's now combined with ours and it's just sad as a result of what these traffickers will do to your families. It just is. So what you're looking at is how corruption attracts corruption, mm -hmm. which attracts corruption, which attracts corruption, right? Mm -hmm. So this is what we're looking at. And people can say, well, Mandy, I'm listening to you, and I'm listening to, to Doreen over here, and I'm hearing, oh, this is really sad, and I'm really sorry. But what does this have to do with me? And that's where we kind of get the stopgap, right? Right. Is where people are like, okay, that's really sad. And, but don't we have all of these things in place in order to help with situations like this? And <laughs> this is why I have Doreen on. And this is why we are talking about this because this is where the problem comes. It is. It is. So I've never been that lady to just lay down and take what rolls over me. I am the lady in the Reader's Digest that drags herself across the field after being run after the combine. That's me. So now I am like, okay, injustice, injustice, being an advocate for my family and my children, I go to what I know. So I go to the Department of Licensing. What is going on here? We get his license revoked. We check his insurance because we know contractors need insurance. Well, this guy has landscaping insurance. It's not even in his name. His business license is not even in his name. Basically, we find out he is a salesman, okay? He went from solar windows to whatever he was selling, and now he's selling Alta Design and Construction, which has now been turned over to ADC Homes, you know, and I really felt we did our due diligence, you know, we checked the stars, we checked the ratings, but as a lot of times you know, friends and family can write whatever they want on this, you know, and, and we, like I said, we go to the state and the state says, not our problem. And it's this is, yeah, this is where I want to show you the connection and show you why this matters to you. Because this is where the issue starts to affect you mm -hmm. and how it's going to impact you. Now, let's take the equation out of it for your tax money mm -hmm. at work that is not at work whatsoever. They keep throwing, I mean, all of these agencies that we're going to be talking about mm -hmm. are being funded by your tax dollars. Yep as they are breaking the laws to hurt you. So you're actually paying the criminals to hurt you. Now, me, I have a problem with that. That, that really bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't want to pay criminals no, to hurt me. I, I, you know, <laughs> and then I look at life and I've had a ton of careers and each career I've gone through, I had to get a professional license and I had to follow their rules. But why didn't this person? Exactly. You know, why is he, why is this whole thing like everybody turns a blind eye and said, oh, I guess, you know, should have been better or you should have checked this. And I'm like, but when we're little, we're taught we go to the police, we go to the government, we make complaints, better business bureau. We do all this. And you know what? Basically, they're like, so sorry, it's a civil matter. Or if you're talking to the police and they don't want to deal with it, they say, oh, oh it's out of our jurisdiction. It's, it's a criminal. criminal. <laughs> and you're just like. Um, okay, it can't be, you know, I, I cross the street on this side and it's a civil matter and I cross the street on this side and it's a criminal matter. Yes, that is how they respond to you. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about how this government agency uh, works <laughs> or doesn't work for mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, Doreen's going to tell you how it hasn't worked for her, right? Okay. So the department that she talked about, Department of Public Licensing, in the state of Utah, it is called Doppel, lovingly, I know. by all of those who have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're going to hear me talk about Doppel. Now, when you have a license with the state, all of it has to go through Doppel. It does. Doppel is an organization that is supposed to be overseen by the governor himself. Our governor currently is Spencer Cox. Now, those of you who have listened to my podcast in the past <laughs> have heard me say that Spencer Cox has not been doing his job. Mm -mm. This is one of those examples where he is not doing his job. So several years ago, I was working on getting my license with the state and mm -hmm. with Doppel as a licensed therapist. Now, you have to know, I was already practicing as a licensed therapist throughout the United States because I had what's called an international licensing. My licensing board was not state bound. Mm -hmm. It was, I we took the test and we could practice anywhere. But I came to Utah, I came back to where I grew up and I wanted to, uh, I got my master's and I wanted to do some more practicing and I figured that I would get my professional mm -hmm. license. And I went to Doppel and I did all of everything that I was supposed to do. And Doppel decided that they didn't like me. Now, uh, they came to me and they said, we've done all this investigation on you They'd never spoken to me or anybody I knew, so I don't know what investigation they did. Mm -hmm. And then they came and they said, and you don't get to be licensed because we don't like you. Now I said, well, that doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to practice as a life coach outside of your jurisdiction mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. I can get this all figured out with my lawyer. And Doppel came back and said, oh, well, right now we're going to claim that we can affect you as a life coach and we're going to fine you. We're going to charge you with a felony every single time you try to charge one of your clients for any hours of service. And for every hour of service that you try to charge for, we're going to fine you a thousand dollars and smack you with a felony. Now, Chris Delgado, <laughs> yes. this lovely contractor, uh, 
magical wizard yes. who, yes. you know, <clears throat> uh, don't look behind the curtain, no, right? Don't, don't. What has happened to him with Doppel? Well, we got his license revoked. And that's it. He opened up a new business with the same licensing number and the same insurance. And he's out there still taking money because no one has stopped him. There was a story in the media, local media, just the other day mm -hmm. that I was reading about contractors and licensing in Utah. Mm -hmm. And the Doppel guy that they were interviewing, he said, at some point, the law ties our hands and we can't do anything about this. Okay, from my experience, that point comes where they like you or they, they don't. don't like mm -hmm. you. So uh, if you are in with, apparently, Spencer Cox or <laughs> the state consumer agency yes. or Doppel or whoever, whatever corrupt government official you have managed to grease the pockets of, <laughs> then you can be Chris Delgado. Oh, yeah. You can claim your aunt is, you know, um, Gail. Um, Miller. Oh, yeah. You can claim all these connections, which have nothing to do with anything, you know. I just think it gets to the point where they'll tell you what you want to hear. They'll warm kitty, give you all the love and whatever until they get that money out of your hand and they run with it. Because as we have found out, Chris Delgado doesn't even have a contractor's license. He's just a guy that's sent out there and he promises you the world, but then when the time comes, there's nothing like he did with us. We had 50K and our contract said... I am going to come up with another $150,000 and do all this extra renovation for you, you know, as a donation because we love this program. We love you guys. You guys are amazing people. And he demos our house and says there's no money and walks away. Now, how do we make him accountable for everything that was promised? Doppel says you can't. Mm -hmm. Doppel says their hands are tied. Right. But Doppel is lying. Right. Now, this is the same uh, bogus garbage that I got when I called up and said, all right, then who is overseeing Doppel? And I'll talk to them. And they said, oh, nobody oversees us. Oh, really? You're a government agency that runs without checks and balances? I've never heard of that happening Me before. Either. But apparently it happens when they don't want to be questioned, right? Okay, so what you have here is a governor that refuses to... Uh, control and run his state agencies mm -hmm. paid by the money of his constituents in a way that actually supports his constituents. Right. Because we have a constituent here. Yes. Who has done absolutely nothing, not broken the law, was no. offered this great, fantastic gift and is now in all intents and for all intents and purposes this woman and her special needs family, they are homeless. We are. We're displaced. We, have, we continue to pay the mortgage and the insurance on this house, but our insurance will not cover this. People say, well, why don't you make a claim? Because it's not vandalism. It was done intentionally as a, reno as a, re a renovation. Sorry, I can't say the word today. <laughs> um, and so insurance is like, we don't even know what to do. We don't know how to approach this. This is out of our realm. Never had this done because we have tried everything to create money and get our home livable, but it's not. 
And I'm going to bring in the donation part of it that I said at the very beginning, that that made it for a very, very sticky situation. Now, Wounded Blue did not mean to get them into this sticky situation. You have to understand in all of this that we have, neither of us have any hard feelings towards Wounded Blue. We love Absolutely them. They're not. a fantastic organization. We love their, their help, their support, uh -huh. everything that they've done. This has nothing to do with Wounded Blue other than Wounded Blue is the one who wanted to offer this and started right. with the first donation. That's mm -hmm. all this has to do with. But because it was a service, a donation, a charitable gift, mm -hmm. Doreen tried to get a loan from some money that she had and give it so that they could get into their house. She was doing everything I she was, could. I do. I was, I was trying just all to I try could. to mm -hmm. get it into their house. These boys and her husband need to be in their house. It is not just a safety issue for them. It is a mental health issue. Right. It is an emotional health issue. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell a little bit because I worked with her boys over Christmas yes. and her sweet boys that I love so very <laughs> much. Uh, her one was not wanting to live anymore. No. Mm -mm. because seven years old and not wanting to live what is with that yeah because of what has been happening right, right so you have the stress level to the point where a sweet little uh special special boy wants to be done with life right that's the level that we're talking about right here right and i would say if you see this boy um, physically he's seven, but mentally he's three. Can you imagine a three-year-old wanting to kill themselves because they just don't get it? Because they don't get it. And I was there all the, all the time. All and the I time. was on the phone and I was doing everything that I could to get this little boy through this stress because we didn't want to lose him. Absolutely. That would kill us. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do that. No, no, we can't do that. Okay. So Doreen went and she tried to get a loan. Uh, from some money that she mm -hmm. had to say, fine, I will just pay for it right. and we will deal with it. Right. And they came back at her and said, no, you're not allowed. No, because this was done by a charity. It needs to remain a charity donation. I cannot pay towards my own house because it was set up as a donation. So it all has to be done by donations. Well, can I donate to my own GoFundMe? Nope. No, I can't. I they can't. they won't allow it. No. They won't allow it. You can see that this isn't your normal, well, I'm sorry you got a really bad contractor. Maybe you should have done your job. And you know, that did come out in January. They're like, well, you know, we did our part. But initially the contract was between you and this contractor, Chris Delgado. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm a scapegoat on top of that. <laughs> Right? <laughs> because they didn't want to have to follow through with right. their part of it. So it was, well, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Um, okay, I was told I was supposed to accept a gift. Go that to was... Disneyland, come back and move that bus, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more than willing to accept that, right? <laughs> I would do that all day long. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it has turned into this nightmare that should not be a nightmare. No, no, no. And it has turned into a life-threatening situation for her boys. Yes, absolutely. 
and it is turning into such a stressful situation that her husband, who, like I said, like Doreen said, he's got this traumatic brain injury, and so he sees the world as a teenager, actually. He does. And he's looking at the fact that he can't take care of his family, and he can't get his family back into his home, and so he has started working, like, 50, 60 hours a week. Hours a week. And with that brain injury, 30 is max. 30 is max. But he feels like all I can do is work to create more money that we can't give that to anybody. That you can't give to anybody. <laughs> that can't they can't anybody. use. They cannot use to finish their house. Right. So and then people will go, well, isn't there some government agency that takes care of Mo? And absolutely not. And I'm going to do a little plug for his story. You can find Mo's story, Mike Jarman's story, under Wounded Blue Stories. It's on YouTube. And you can see where the system failed him again. Also. Yes. Yes. So you can see. They're like, well, isn't there a government agency that should be doing something? Yes, there is. Yeah. It's called Doppel. Yeah. They're supposed to be. Regulate this. Yes. They're supposed to be in there and saying, if a contractor is stealing money from right now, we know at least 10 families. Yeah. And I guarantee you, it's more than that. Oh, absolutely more than that. Because he's been doing this for a long time. Doppel has been corrupt for a long time. And there has been no oversight no. for any of these contractors for a long time. Now, this is where it affects you. Because if you are sitting there going, I wish somebody would give me a gift and let me renovate, you know, renovate the house and say, here's $50,000. And I would go, you bet. And then you turn around and all of this corruption that yep. was happening before you even stepped in it comes and buries you. Yep. And you're homeless and they are telling you that there is no way that you have any right to spend any money to get back into your, your own, own home. home. You don't understand that if she tries, <laughs> if Doreen and, and Mo I try, try I <laughs> to get back into their home with their money, they will have criminal charges pressed against them. Wrong, huh? That's what will happen. This is the system. It is. That it we are is. raging against. And you can see, you're saying, oh, well, Mandy, what does this have to do with traffickers? Well, that's the system that the traffickers have come in and taken advantage mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. That's also the system that the other evil people have come in and take right. advantage of. Right. The traffickers aren't alone in taking advantage of the corruption. You can see so many evil people coming in and taking advantage of the corruption. And if you think that you can't be affected by traffickers, then I guarantee that you can be affected by a construction worker, a contractor mm -hmm. who has taken advantage right. of all of the corruption that has been put in place mm -hmm. that the mm -hmm. traffickers are taking advantage of. Exactly. And you think, okay, well, go after him, sue him, do this. Do you think these things are in their name? <laughs> No, no home is in his name, no car is in his name, no nothing is in his name. He has protected himself from the law because the law tells him what to do to protect himself. Yes. So you can see the bind and you can see the place that this woman is in. And I guarantee you that she is not the only one in no. this situation. No. She's just the one I know the most. And so <laughs> I care about the most. <laughs> her and her family. And... We are trying to get some momentum going with the GoFundMe. I know that 
we're asked to give all the time. Yes. And it's really, it, it can be very draining. And you're like, I have to support my own family. I have mm -hmm. to get my own stuff. And I, I understand that. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, you should drop everything and help Doreen or, or solve all the corruption. No. But just put yourself in their shoes for two seconds. And what would you want done for you if everything had been taken away from you as a gift mm -hmm. and you were told there was nothing you could do to fix it? Nope you would be devastated mm -hmm. to not be able to live your life and provide safety and security for your family. So I'm just asking you to look at this a bit differently and give what you can. If you have information that would help yes. in the criminal charges, we do have two criminal cases going against Chris Delgado. Mm -hmm. We have one in West Jordan, Mm -hmm. And then the one in South Jordan, right? Or Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Okay, so we have one in West Jordan and one in Salt Lake City. Uh, the more people that come forward about this, the more that it can become uh, relevant. Yeah, the, the more cases we add, the more we can present it to the Attorney General, and then it becomes a class action. So that they can take care of this Chris Delgado, and he can't go around and keep scamming and mm -hmm. it is intentional fraud is what it is it is it is mm -hmm. he knows it. this is his business oh absolutely and it's no wonder doppel won't license him for no. 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 <laughs> being a fraud <laughs> and, a, and a criminal i get that doppel won't license him for that but they won't take care of the legal no, part no of it, and it was right? so fun when we started this project we had this kickoff party in a local park by my house we had the mayor come of West Jordan. We had the Chamber of Commerce come and do a cute little uh, presentation. We had neighbors and families that live by us that are so excited for this gift, but the contractor doesn't show up. Wouldn't you, if you were in charge of this, he could have made this so amazing and give back to the community and get his name right, out. marketing. But nope, he didn't even show up. Yeah, if you're uh, promoting this huge gift that you're doing and not wanting to market yourself, I would take that as a huge red flag. So instead mm -hmm. of a Google review, yeah. next time, if the contractor doesn't want to be seen in public, you know, he's probably a vampire. I would get out of there. <laughs> he's going to suck your money and right. leave you. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to be a zombie. Right? <laughs> oh, he is a vampire. He okay, is. Yeah. He is. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chris Delgado, yeah. the vampire. That's exactly. his real job. So I, I guess the big thing is, you know, the more we've got this out there and talked about it, the more people we have found, the more cases that have been filed, the more it's just wrong, you know, but, but Utah has created this loophole where they don't need to be accountable. Right. And when they don't need to be accountable in one area, they don't need to be accountable yeah. in, in any, any area, any area. So this is why this matters to you. Now, the people who don't live in Utah and are listening to this podcast, it matters to you because this same corruption is going on in your government. I guarantee mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. They are using this to hurt the trusting constituents, mm -hmm. and they are using your money to hurt you with. So Doreen and her family, they have a GoFundMe. We do. Uh, we are going to put all of the information for the GoFundMe 
um, on our Common Sense Therapy site, mm -hmm. on my Common Sense Therapy page. So if you want to go and contribute to that, you can do that. If you don't want to go on to Common Sense Therapy and contribute through the GoFundMe, you can go on to squarepegranch.org and you can do a donation there and just put that it's for this cause. The and Jarman family. The Jarman family. Mm -hmm. And we will make sure that the money gets to them for that too. Right. Uh, because if you donate through Square Peg Ranch, we are a 501c3. Right. And you can get a tax deduction for it. Mm -hmm. And so if you would prefer to go that route, right. then absolutely go that route. And I promise you that she knows where I live. So she I will do. come and get the money from me if I don't give it right. to her. Right? Or, or there is a Venmo. There is a Venmo because a lot of people are like, we don't like GoFundMe because they take like 2%. But there's also a Venmo available. Same pictures, same people you'll see that are on there. So, so th there are ways that it can be done. You have lots of ways that you can donate to this. We're not just asking you to donate because we don't have the money. We are asking you to donate because they're not allowed yeah. to pay for it. This is the only way we're going to get them it back. It has to be donations because it was set up as a charity, like you said, to do a charity event for my husband and to, you know, make this totally ADA, which is a disability, make it compliant um, because of the special needs and the prosthetic leg and all of these things, and we can't pay for it. So we I'm to the point, even if I wanted to do like a home equity loan, there's nothing to look at. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing. They won't do it. So the only way that we can get this paid for is if you guys are willing to step up and help. And so we're asking information or just spread the word or spread the podcast or donate yourself. And there are plenty plenty of ways that you can do mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So whatever you feel you can give to help this family get back into their home, we would so appreciate it.